What's up, gang? What's up, gang? <laughs> Y'all, we are live, back at it again. Welcome to the Spoken Set. I'm your host, Carrie Yatu, and this is season seven, Men with Motion. Today's episode is Legendary Losses, featuring a legend himself. <laughs> if you already know by the voice, then listen, you're in for a good show. If you don't, I'm about to let him introduce himself. The floor is yours. What's good, y'all? What's good, y'all? So first, I am Victor Solomon. I am a senior, uh, liberal studies student all the way from Chicago, originally from Chicago, um, by way of Peoria, Illinois. And I am here with Kariatu. I am so excited to be a part of her season, a part of her episode, a part of her podcast. Period. To be talking and to be dropping some knowledge. But um, yes, um, I currently serve as the 17th Mr. Historically Black Colleges and Universities. Um, I also served as Mr. A&T um, while here at North Carolina Agricultural and Technical State University. Um, I'm also a Spring 20 initiate to the uh-huh. Beta Epsilon chapter of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. Okay. The, the coldest, the coldest brothers Period. of them all. And yeah, I'm just excited to be here. So, yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm going to just tell y'all now that he missed something oh, very something. important. Oh, I got something. Okay. It's called, if you, if you feel my wordplay, it's called Legendary Losses for many reasons. But one of the reasons was this voice that you all hear was on The Voice. Like the, the, like the show, y'all. Like the TV show. And John Legend was actually his mentor. Let me tell y'all something. He sang a John Legend song yeah. for John Legend. And John Legend turned the chair. Yes. A legendary moment. A historical moment. I cried about five times during wow. that episode. Not even gonna lie. Wow. But I don't know. But it's okay because he yeah. got me here to remind him and you. It's a lot going on up here. I'm telling it's a you. Lot. He does a lot, and we're gonna get a little bit into it. So thank yeah. you so much, Victor, for of taking course. the time out to come join me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know it's always a good time when we get together and we do some yes. good work. Yes. So this season, as you all know, is about the mental health of our black men, our mm-hmm. dynamic black men that are out here exceeding all odds and breaking down the stereotypes and the stigmas and I, for one, am proud to have seen your growth and your matriculation. Mm -hmm. So I just want to know, what was your initial introduction into mental health? Were you familiar with mental health all your life? Was there a roadblock you hit that Mm -hmm. introduced you to it? Talk to me. So my initial introduction to mental health would probably be just um, some type of program or something that went on here at Mm -hmm. A&T. Prior to, they didn't really hear a lot about mental health, especially for men. um and things like that so i think really my first time and i always dealt with it i just didn't know that it like it had that there was a term for it Mm -hmm. um i always had like my my situations where i felt like down or i felt like nobody cared or i felt like it was too much going on and Mm -hmm. um in my head and and i had a lot going on and i wanted to succeed and i was afraid i was afraid to fail i was afraid to to have mishaps and things like that but um i just didn't know what it was at the time but Mm -hmm. i think that you know, once I actually got to college, I was officially educated on what mental health was and that we never talk about it and things yeah. like that. So, yeah. Very true. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then let's let's take it a little bit further. So mm-hmm. now that you are more educated and privy to what mental health is and what it looks like in our communities, outside of our communities, mm-hmm. and all that good stuff, how well would you rate yourself on a scale of 1 to 10 in regard to your mental health maintenance? Ooh, my mental health maintenance... I would say, mm, I'm not I'm not the best at it, but I'm not I'm not bad at it either. So I'll say I, 
I would probably say like a seven. A seven, a seven probably, is good. I probably say a seven, yeah. A seven is good. Because okay. there, there are a lot of things that that happen, you know, day to day in my life, and mm-hmm. um, I think for the most part, I had to learn how to really just like organize and really just time manage. And I say that a lot because like I've been in situations before where I had to really time manage and like put those skills to test mm-hmm. and to action. But like college is is different, and this this stage in my life is. It's like a a new level of of just really um, putting those skills to test. And when I say it's been a it's been a it's been a road for me, it has because so much is going on, and um, I, I'm the type to like really want to do a whole lot on my own. Yeah. Because I like because I think that I think that it's I don't know I feel like when you, when you complete something mm-hmm. and especially it's something that you came up with um it's i don't know how to put this it's kind of tough for me to like be like oh this person came up with it you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so like even, okay so example for uh, example this. for for my my campaign for Mr. A&T mm-hmm. You <laughs> helped me like with the actual campaign mm-hmm. and and to be completely transparent, came up with it with the with the campaign. Yeah. And after a while I'm like, man, like, okay, before that I was like, you know what, I gotta come up with everything. I have to do everything on my yeah. own so that, you know, I don't come off as a fraud. Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And I had to realize later on that it's okay to have people help you. It's okay oh, to yeah. have people invest in you and, you know, because you can't do everything on your, by yourself. Yeah. And I learned that and I'm like, you know what? It's okay. It's okay to have people and their ideas, you know, come in. And that's what really makes a person is a person doesn't become who they are just because of them. They become who they are because of the village and the people around them that instills values and, and morals in them. So I appreciate you for that. And that was that was like a, a a time in my life where I was like, okay. Yeah. It's okay to have those. And you know what's crazy? I think a lot of us go through that. A lot of I would consider us a part of the overachievers. Mm-hmm. A lot of people that go out and they they do things bigger than themselves, especially at a young and tender age. Yes. And I was the same exact way. I didn't mm-hmm. understand how to, like you said, put your name on something that so many other people helped you with. Mm-hmm. So it's it's we're human still you mm-hmm. know so we still have things where we have an idea or a goal for ourselves we want things in our right way so it, it's all about trust mm-hmm. so exactly. i think you made a good call i'm not just saying that because it was me <laughs> but seeing right. being as though we had worked together before you saw that it was a genuine you know like understanding and that mm-hmm. I, I had you and yeah. when i said that you could believe that mm-hmm. that's what you have to kind of use that level of discernment throughout your life so mm-hmm. that you understand Sometimes I am going to make a bad call and I am going to entrust someone who isn't trustworthy, but Mm -hmm. I'm not going to let that defeat me. And I'm sure you've gone through things like that before where people have let you down. Mm -hmm. But because you had that intentional conversation with yourself, like, look, I'm vying for this. This is bigger than me, which means I need more than me involved in this process. You know, that's great. So I would say for me, too, one thing that really changed my my perception Mm -hmm. (laughs) of the whole notion of I can do everything is my best friend told me one day I had a complete breakdown. I remember I was in Haley Hall. Mm -hmm. So this was probably my sophomore year of college. And I was just like, I'm just overwhelmed. I'm doing, I feel like I'm doing too much. She reminded me, she said, you can do anything, not everything. And I said, wow, Wow. those words have, have just like put a stain on my heart kind of since then. 
Mm-hmm. And ever since then, I, I'm not the best at it. I still have trouble with allowing other people in to kind of help me. Mm-hmm. Um, but that level of entitlement that we have to our accomplishments, oh it, it's, yeah. it's a myth. It's mm-hmm. something that we've created for ourselves because nobody mm-hmm. that's successful did it by themselves. Nobody. The notion of self-made, I'm not sure where it came from, mm-hmm. but I wish it would <laughs> exist. That's right. not a real thing. It's Self-made. not a real thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd be lying if I said that village my village isn't what you know got mm-hmm. me here and now i consider myself having an army yes because now there's people that you don't even know yes that are praying for you mm-hmm. that prayed for you that yes. voted for you that did yes. all those things to get you you know where you yeah. were so i wow. love that you pointed that out because yeah. that's important allowing Scary. the space as a black man who's told you have to be the leader mm-hmm. you have to be the provider you mm-hmm. have to have it all figured out you mm-hmm. gotta be strong yep. the world the weight of the world is on your shoulders yep. and if you don't then if you don't have all that and what are you looked at? Like you looked as weak. You less you than a man. As less than a man. You yeah. like you can't handle it. You soft. So yeah, it's 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 really just the way that society has, you know, really pinned things because even like I said before, mental health was not something that we talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, um, it was something that I dealt with, yeah. but it wasn't something that we talked about. And I think that a lot of times society puts these things on on young boys like you can't cry and my thing is like even as a young kid even as a young boy i didn't i grew up with with a, whole, a lot of women in my okay. house I grew up with sisters and my mother uh my big brother he was way older than me so he was out of the house before i was really starting to uh, mature into a young man mm-hmm. and my father wasn't in the house so the notion of you can't cry wasn't told to me yeah. I could cry. I could cry around my around my family, yeah. but I told myself, I said nah. nah. I said nah. You not like you done crying. Like we yeah. not crying no more. And not because anybody told me that, but because I told myself that. And it was basically because of society. Like, oh boy, you can't be crying at this age. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, especially you know, in middle school. Well, your voice is deep now. <laughs> you crying for you what? Crying, right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And that's just that's just the weight. That's just how heavy um, society, like the opinions and whatever, whatever society puts out there, oh, yeah. it's it's heavy and it, and it weighs on us as as black men. So. You literally, I don't know if you read my mind or something. You're a man of many talents, so if that's one of them, let me know. I got some questions. But I was just about to take it there because you talk a lot about, you know, society Mm -hmm. and what society can do to a young man and his development, a young black man at that. Mm -hmm. Um, But I wanted to take a deeper and dive back into your your household Mm because I know you featured your beautiful mother and you talked about all of the things you all have overcome. And it's a beautiful thing to see. So now that you've said that, you know, you kind of, you grew up around mostly women, so mm-hmm. you were allowed to cry, was, would you say your emotional intelligence was kind of groomed as a young man? Like, it was okay to show emotion other mm-hmm. than anger and happiness? Because I think those are the only two, and rage, right. that men, black men typically show? Mm. I won't say it was groomed. I, okay. Not in my household, I put it like okay. that. Because, like I said, and this goes back into the village and everyone outside of the family who has input in your life. Mm -hmm. um, I did have someone um, by the name of Adrian Patterson, and he was kind of like my father figure after a while. Um, When uh, when we went to, when when we officially moved to Peoria and I actually started to become a teenager, Mm -hmm. um, I was a part of this group at church called Young Men of Integrity. And 
we weren't young men of we weren't young men of integrity. We were becoming young men of integrity, yeah. and um, he taught us a lot about you know just being young men and and not about specifically like um, why should I, why, what I would say is he taught us a lot about just what we should do as young men and how we should move forward in life and how we should treat our mothers as, especially as being. Um, the only male figure in the house, not having a father figure in the house. Um, when our mother tells us to do something, don't talk back. Don't, you know, don't yeah. just, you know, just find different ways to approach situations and things that you don't agree with. Um, so I would say he played a, a role in my life as far as um, some type of male figure gotcha. um, that took that, that took that position. But yeah. Okay, yeah. so he created kind of that safe space for mm -hmm. your emotions to now be controlled. Yeah. Because now you're, mm -hmm. you're at the age where you recognize what they are mm -hmm. to the point where you're telling yourself, I can't express this side of emotion. Exactly. So he kind of, him in that program mm -hmm. created a safe space for you to not only pinpoint, okay, this is what I'm feeling, but mm -hmm. now how do I let my, separate my feelings from my actions exactly. and things like that. Exactly. I think that is so dope. Exactly. And you said a very important thing, mm -hmm. being the only black man in mm -hmm. a black household yeah. that's deep yeah. I know so many people that would have benefited from a program with mm. one of those one of the core values being that mm -hmm. being that being recognized mm -hmm. and I think I, I was watching another podcast I can't remember the name it was like a snippet on Instagram mm -hmm. and the guy was going into um, some of the things he had to unpack growing up with a single mother mm -hmm. we love our mothers our black mm -hmm. women are the strongest women they provide they do all these things but sometimes there's a disconnect exactly. with a single mother raising a, a black, black, black yeah. man. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I love that you're able now to sit mm -hmm. back and reflect. And I'm watching you. And it's, su it's such a passionate experience mm -hmm. right now. I'm experiencing <laughs> yeah. people. You should be jealous, okay? Because yeah. this is good stuff in here. Yeah. The energy is great. Mm -hmm. But that's deep. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> we might come back to Lil Boy Vic. Okay. But let's, let's move a little bit to All the right, Victor yeah. Solomon that I met. Freshman year mm -hmm. at Auntie, you are hours yes. away from home. Yes. You come here with these gold child twelve. Yeah. I've been complaining about four and a half. <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember the first time you told me about the drive. I said, "Yeah, good yeah. luck. I'm just praying. <laughs> I don't know who's taking you there and who's bringing you right. back, other than God." Right. But right. <laughs> speaking to that young man mm -hmm. that came in with goals, with a mission. Mm -hmm. How I'm I'm not gonna say too much because I want you to be able to still tell mm -hmm. your story in in your way. But mm -hmm. how was it coming in with goals and then not reaching the goals you had initially set? Mm -hmm. You gotcha. know where I'm yeah, going. Yeah, I got let you. The people know. So um, I'm gonna take it back a little bit before that too because that's where it stems from. It stemmed okay. it stemmed from me being in high school, and I created this brand for myself in high school. Okay. And I created this this whole image. Basically, kind of just like a, a mini level of what you see now mm -hmm. in high school. And I think my senior year, I, I was, I, I had so many accomplishments and like I did it and I felt great. I'm like, you know what? I just, I just went crazy. You know? <laughs> and um, I'm about to go 12 hours away. I got accepted to the number one HBCU. I'm about to go to this school. Not a lot of people, mind you, not a lot of people in my, in anybody's hometown makes it out right yeah so um so okay i feel good i'm like okay great i feel great i'm that guy started to get big-headed right mm -hmm. and i got to school 
And I'm like, I'm gonna do the same thing when I get to A&T. I'm gonna do the same thing. And I knew what it took. I knew that nobody knew my name. Nobody knew what I was capable of. Nobody knew my talents. Nobody knew anything. So what I had to do was I had to seize every moment that I had. I had to take advantage of every opportunity. And after a while, I, I had reality hit me like, whoa, <laughs> whoa. There's a lot of talented yeah, people here. It's a lot of people who 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 did the same thing as you in high school. Uh, okay. So it's like, so for for the first example, um, I ran for Mr. Freshman uh, my freshman year. And I'm like, I'm singing to the ladies in the dorm rooms. <laughs> dorm storming, we singing, I'm singing Woo! my platform, and they loving it, right? Yeah. So mind you, there's we probably I probably went to what, like two or three dorms out of all of the dorms on campus and I was like you know what I'm set I'm gonna win this thing like it's it's inevitable I'm always winning stuff like I'm gonna win so after a while I'm like okay cool so I'm still you know putting in work here and there I'm not just totally falling off of the work um and comes comes time to announce the winner (laughs) and I actually wasn't there when they announced the winner but I was I went and I was like dressed to the T. I had a whole suit on. It was at a block party. I had a suit on, bow tie, loafers. I had my whole prom fit on. Put it like that. I put my exact prom suit on. And I went to the announcement like, I'm Mr. Freshman. Like, I'm about to win. Yeah, photo I'm ready. And I saw, and I, exactly. And I saw everybody there. I'm like, whoa, this is not what I thought it was. The other candidates got on like fits, like sneakers and Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, let me go, let me go back in the room and change. And I missed the announcement when they told me it was like, well, you lost, bro. I was like, what? I was literally running down the stairs trying to get there because it was like they about to announce, they about to announce. So I'm running down the stairs and it's like, I look at the phone, you lost. So and so won. I was like, mm. what? Jeez. I said, what, bro? It's like a dagger. It was a dagger for real. And I thought about it. I'm like, okay, what did I do wrong? I had to circle back. Yep. And I'm like, I got very big headed. One, because I thought that just because I was singing to all of these girls that they were going to all vote for me. And boom, I lost it. Second time around. (laughs) Second time around, run for Mr. Sophomore. I'm like, I'm going to do things different this time. I'm going to hit every dorm. I'm going to get a campaign manager. We're going to hit every dorm twice. We had flyers printed. We had the whole shebang. We had different flyers. We had videos. We had a whole campaign. And... Man, I was like, I got this one in the bag for, for real, sure. Mm-hmm. for sure now because I did what I I did what I didn't do last time, and we should be there and lost again, and that one that one hurt the most. Mm-hmm. When I lost Mr. Sophomore, that hurt the most because I just knew that I I'm like, yo, I did everything right. I did the videos. I did the voiceovers. I had to have the campaign manager. I had the 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 campaign team, and I'm like. Wow, I really just lost. And then on top of that, the 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 votes, the numbers were crazy. It was like six hundred votes for the winner, and I had like three hundred. I'm like, yo, it wasn't even close. And I had to just take that time again to like, you know what? And I said to myself, said, bro, I'm not running for nothing else. I'm done (laughs) because y'all some haters. Ah! I want to see you win, and I'm just being transparent. Like I'm like, yo. and I stood up. I'm like, no, for real. I'm like, y'all some haters. Y'all don't want to see me win. Mm-hmm. No, for real. Y'all like, no y'all don't know talent when y'all see it. 
And I'm like, you know what? I'm done. I'm not running for Mr. Junior. And I didn't. And I'm like, you know what? But I came back around. I'm like, my junior tell them, year. Tell them people what you said to me. Do you remember what you said what did to I me? Say? This man gonna say, yeah, Kirk, y'all too. I'm not running for Mr. Hand too. Oh, oh yeah. This. And I had yep. to break the news to him. I'm out of here. <laughs> I can't. Look, I'm like, I'm like, look, I'm not running for Mr. Junior. And I'm I'm definitely not running for Mr. A and T. Yeah. Because Mr. A and T, that was like my dream. I'm like, yo, like, I wanna be Mr. A and T. And I wasn't gonna run. I told myself freshman, I'm like, I'm not gonna run unless I have the mental capacity to actually fulfill the position. Yeah. And at that moment, I'm like, nope, I'm done. I'm not doing it. I don't trust so, y'all system. I don't trust y'all system. I don't <laughs> rock with y'all. It's rigged. Y'all let this nigga cheat. Like, I said all of that. And I'm like, you know what? Okay. Had to circle back. Mm -hmm. My junior year, at the beginning of it, I'm like, you know what? Forget all of that. I'm about to get my bag. And my approach this time was I have to do it with a humble heart with a humble mindset and a genuine heart come from like just be the most of uh, my authentic self and, and get right yeah. and it wasn't anything that I was going to be like you know what I told y'all so it was going to be like it was more of a self-confirmation like okay I am who I say I am whatever I whatever I say I can do I can do if I'm confident I'm, I can do it and what also what played a good a big part was God too God played a big role in that, and sometimes he knows what's best for us. Yeah. And he knows at the time, like, if I would have won, if oh, I would have won Mr. Listen. Freshman, it would have only went up. My head would have only got bigger. And if I would have won Mr. Sophomore, it would have only got bigger. So I needed that break. I needed that time to come back and ground myself and say, you know what? Now we got to do this the right way. And started to put things before God that I wanted to do. I bought my first car junior year. Um, I competed yes. in the pageant for Mr. 1913, won that first place, and then I crossed, that was when I crossed, at the same time I was online, the same time I was campaigning for Mr. A&T, won Mr. A&T the same week that I came out as an alpha, and I'm like, you know what, God is moving. And that was also the year that, that COVID happened too, yep. 2020, it was just last year, just so I'm like, you know what? God, I know you didn't bring me this far just to leave me hanging like this. Yeah. Because the experience of everything, every goal that I had, the experience was what really makes it. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I don't get the experience of, of going to these leadership conferences. I don't get the experience of everything that I saw as Mr. a and yeah. I didn't get it. So I'm like, you know what? God, I know that there is something. <laughs> you are about to move because I know I know you ain't bring me this far just for me to get this watered down experience as Mr. A and T. <laughs> and a couple months later, I came out in in March, and a couple months later, um, in May, I get I get a um I get a message from one of the casting producers <laughs> on the hit show The <laughs> Voice, and I'm like, I know you lying. I said this is fake. I looked at the page. I'm like, whoa. Nah, this might be a little legit because they DM'd me on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Like, I see the content on your page. It looks great. Um, we want you to be a contestant on the show. And I'm like, what? I'm like, nah, this, this cannot be serious. So, okay, I go back and I circle back and I actually give him my information. I'm like, oh, this thing is legit. So we start doing interviews. We start doing talks. I'm like, okay, I can't tell nobody about this because... This is something big, and if 
I get to the last round and I lose and I told everybody then what, you know, then what I'm going to tell everybody. So I'm like, you know what? Okay, cool. I stick with it all summer long of 2020. Secret. Not telling nobody. <laughs> just told my girl and I just told my mom and that was it. And I told like, like three of my closest friends. That was it. Mm -hmm. Cool. So I ain't even tell my line brothers. I ain't tell nobody. So we make it to... And actually, back up, um, there was a time where I was like, you know what? I don't want to do this show. I don't want to do it. Excuse I know. Me. I know. And I told the cast producer, I said, you know what? I think that it's best for me to not do the show because... Yeah, why? Because I wouldn't just be singing gospel songs on the show. And that was my, that was my ultimate thing. Like, I wouldn't be singing gospel songs and I didn't want my salvation. I don't want people to, to get confused on, you know what okay. track I was on okay. as far as what artist I wanted to be. But then during that whole month of me not here, of us not communicating, mm -hmm. um, I was like, you know what? I talked to God. I'm like, God, like, what, like, what, what should I do? Yeah. And he literally told me as clear as day. He told me, if you do this show, I'm going to be with you every single round, like every step of the way. I'm going to be right, right there by your side. And I'm like, oh, bet that's it. We locked in. We locked in. So I hit, I hit the cast and producer, and I'm like, you know what? Is are y'all still, you know, are y'all still interested? Um, I think I want to do it. He says, yes, we are excited to have you back on board because for my blind audition, I did Glory. Well, not for my blind audition. We go back. My regular audition, I did Glory. Uh oh. And he's like, everyone in the office is floored by your performance, like your audition. Mm -hmm. So they were already like on on 10 you know for the for the actual blind audition mm -hmm. so i'm like okay cool so he's like we're, we're great to have you back on board Ooh. so we we get all the way there we finish the whole audition process mm -hmm. and i'm in the studio recording my first single you are it is out now <laughs> it's out now you are it's on it's on every platform i was in a re i was in the studio recording and i when i got the phone call Ooh, hey it was from california i'm like whoa who is this Hello, we want to, um, hey, this is so-and-so from um, The Voice uh, Casting. We want to congratulate you and say we're going to fly you out um, for the blind auditions. I'm like, what? Like, hands like, hand shaking, <laughs> like, what? Like, what? But mind you, before that, they told us that they would tell us if, because the last round will be flying out to L.A. for the last round interview. Okay. So I'm expecting that call, like, we'll be going for an interview but they're like no this is the you this is it in. this is the blind audition i'm like what like september i think it was september 14th i think it was either the 14th or the 10th i think it was mm -hmm. um but i got the call and went on the show and god showed out daddy god showed i'm not i, I can't even say i showed out because i wasn't even expecting the I, stuff that happened woo! like like you said in the beginning um John Legend before before being on the show, John they told me that John had never turned for anyone singing yeah, that sing song. A song. Yeah, and I was like, okay, wow, that's that's crazy. Well, okay, so I'm just gonna do what I do, and if he turns, he turns. If he doesn't, he doesn't. Mm -hmm. And okay, so I get there. We fast forward to the blind audition. We do the blind audition, and I sing Glory, and he he turns within like 15 seconds of me singing, and I'm like what like this man turning i'm like i see him turn and i'm like wow this this is really happening 
Fast forward to the end of the uh, the audition. Somehow we brought up that I did Ordinary People in my eighth grade talent show. Yep. And he's like, let's sing it together. I'm like, excuse me? You said what? What? <laughs> we about to sing this together? And this happened a year ago, October of 2020. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, man, I have to hold this in until this comes out. And it came out in March. That's when I was actually able to finally tell the world that I auditioned for the show. Well, it was late February. But I'm like, you know what? This is crazy. And then went on to become a finalist. God showed out and, and ended up in the fifth place of the show. The finalist on Team Legend. And I was just like, you know what, God, you are so good. And one thing that I told, that I tell everybody, mm -hmm. if you keep God first, everything will fall in line. Because that's what God told me. And that's and you know it what to be he true. did. And I know it to be true. You know it to be true. You know it to Listen, y'all. <laughs> it took everything in, in me not to start screaming, <laughs> rolling around, crying, clapping, all that. Because mm -hmm. watching it, mm -hmm. so yeah. close, yet yeah. so far away. Mm -hmm. God was putting me in position to find out the secrets too, y'all. Let me just tell you, Victor's birthday comes. Uh-oh. And I wasn't, I barely even have stuck foot on campus around mm -hmm. COVID and things like that. I was mm -hmm. doing my own thing. Mm -hmm. And something brought me to the student center. I can't remember mm -hmm. anything leading up to that moment. Mm -hmm. I walk into the office, the SGA office, and I see Victor. Mm -hmm. I'm like, hey, birthday boy. <laughs> and I'm looking at him and he's looking at me and there's Thing in the middle of us like there's something there no yeah. like y'all know i'm dramatic but all jokes aside i've never like it's very rare that you feel something so real but you can't understand what's going on i'm like mm -hmm. there's something here so i'm looking yeah. at him and now i'm giving him this book like what you got up your sleeve like i know you enough by now to know you got yeah. something up your sleeve so i'm looking at him you looking at me he's like he just shook his he does this thing when he just shakes his head he just shook his head and he's like it's big and I'm like, don't tell me, 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 don't tell me. Don't tell me. But at this point, my brain is taking me all these different places. And it, yeah. it only made sense. Mm -hmm. I didn't know which show. But mm -hmm. it only made sense that it was something on a glo like global, yeah. I wouldn't even say national, global level. Yeah. Something that was going to elevate that to even before. Because we didn't get a chance to properly celebrate the win right, exactly. after taking all those losses because of COVID, together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I was like, this is going to be something celebrate yes. this is gonna be huge <laughs> so i still wanted that element of surprise but yeah. i know i know i could have i could probably pride out of him just a little bit yeah little bit. but yep. seeing things like that it just mm -hmm. goes to show that sometimes you have to just pause mm -hmm. pray mm -hmm. then you proceed mm -hmm. and that pause i truly believe was you saying you know what i'm through with mm -hmm. antique campaigning because mm -hmm. yeah if, if don't nobody say it i'm a sick <laughs> we should have won uh, <laughs> shout out to the winners. Yeah, shout out to the winners. <laughs> but like yeah, you said, God sees yeah. things that we don't. So mm -hmm. exactly that pause that you took, Junior, I, I think really prepared you because it wasn't just one win. Mm -hmm. It was win after yeah, win after God. win after win. And what yeah. you just did right there was the biggest form of accountability that I've had on my show That's personally. Or that I, it's bigger than what I can probably do myself. Being mm -hmm. able to say I was not humble enough. Mm -hmm. God had to humble me, not humble once. Me. But twice. Twice. To the twice. point where I was like, I'm through with this. And then he comes back and he rewards me in in such a way. Mm-hmm. Like. Crazy. Your life literally Crazy. just changed completely. Completely. Within a year. And it was, in, it was so crazy because I'm like, you know what? I cannot believe that this is happening. And like everything I prayed for. 
And I would see a tweet. I think they said, think about it right now. Everything that you pray for, you have right now. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Like, this is this is insane. And I would even take it back to when I was a freshman, one of my like my closest friends that asked me, where do you see yourself in five years? Mm -hmm. And that was four years ago. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, there's only one more thing. I had a list, mm -hmm. and there's literally only one more thing uh -oh. that I have to get before that list is complete. And I'm just like, I can't believe it. Like, the, like it's really here, and it's yeah. and I and, and and even and I stated before that I'm, I'm Mr. HBCU, but this is another testimony right here, mm -hmm. Mr. HBCU. It was crazy because I was competing on the show. At the same time, I was competing for Mr. That's HBCU. That's the overlap for me. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Like, I was literally, and, and I will say this. Mm -hmm. The Bible says all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord. And I will say this, because although COVID seemed like this big old drop, like, where it just seemed like this big old letdown, none of, like, a lot of this stuff I probably wouldn't have been able to do without COVID. Yeah. And COVID made a lot of this stuff possible because I was able to be everywhere at the same time mm -hmm. with the virtual world. Yeah. And while I was on The Voice, I was able to still be in school. I was still able to fulfill my duties as Mr. A&T because everything was virtual. Yeah. I was present virtual programs. And even when I came back, I had a, a virtual, I had a, actually had our only in-person, kind of in-person service. It was a food mm -hmm. drive. But the alignment. The alignment. It was crazy because like Mr. Mr. HBCU, it was during the spring of 2021 and I, as soon as I got back from filming the show, um, we filmed the virtual pageant. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we, we did it and we knocked it out. And it was like, cool, we got to submit it. When it's time to submit it. And we submitted it. And now a setback comes. Mm -hmm. Something else happens. Mm -hmm. And this happens. What happened was I got very, very sick. Mm -hmm. I got super sick. I got mm -hmm. so sick that I couldn't walk. Um, I couldn't move. I'm like my basically all of my my joints in my body were inflated, and my hip, my 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 shoulder, my wrist, my my toes like literally could not move. I felt like I was gonna be paralyzed for the rest of my life, and I was in the hospital for eight days, and um, yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. Just I'm gonna save you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna spare you the details, but it was crazy. I remember and, the time frame. That's yeah. when I was trying to do the thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Couldn't walk. I had to use a walker after I finally got discharged from the hospital. But during that time, I was literally in the hospital. That's when I found out that I won Mr. HBCU. We were watching the pageant, and they were like, they announced, they announced the winners that night. And I'm like, I'm literally crying in the hospital bed by myself, like because at that point nobody could come in. It was COVID. it was it was yeah, it was COVID, and couldn't have any visitors after a certain time. Mm -hmm. So I'm by myself, I'm crying. I'm like, you know what, God, you are just magnificent because how in the world did this just happen how did this just happen and not only did i become mr hbcu it was stuff that i wasn't even expecting now i've never seen a mr hbcu pageant so i didn't know that there was a mr talent and i didn't know that there was a mr oratory <laughs> so when they were like mr talent mr north carolina agricultural techno mr oratory mr north carolina agriculture I'm like, wait, what? I'm like, wait, I just, like, God is. Listen, life? Mm -hmm. <laughs> because it was crazy. if you would have asked Victor, mm -mm. 
I won't even take it all the way back to freshman year. That day that you had me dress up as Sasha, and we would have asked you that day if this could be our reality. Listen. Man. And it's so man. crazy because, for one, you already know. Because mm -hmm. that day I called you in that laundromat when I was doing that photo shoot, I told you. <laughs> yep. It was on my heart, and it mm -hmm. still stands to this day. Proud isn't even a big enough word. Mm -hmm. Not only because of the accomplishments, because I've known, I'm sure everyone that knows you has known, your talent is going to, what, take you just Thank you. so far. We know you're talented, mm -hmm. but it takes a certain level of mental, not even just control, com capacity mm -hmm. to really absorb all these things and still remain so down to earth Got and you. so humble. Like what? Mm -hmm. There's no difference yeah. in you, but... I know this world too well, and I know that although these amazing things happen, also very, you know, not mm -hmm. so amazing things happen. Mm -hmm. So along mm -hmm. the way, has the traje trajectory of any of your relationships with people changed for the better or worse? Mm -hmm. If so, how have you been processing and maneuvering through that? So that's, that's a great question. Um, and people ask me this all the time, like, like are people acting funny now? Mm -hmm. You know, well, like, what's the deal? And surprisingly enough, no. Oh, that's good. No. That's good. And I appreciate it because, now mind you this, there are a few people who, you know, who are a little bit more invested than they were before. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. That, that That's... Some people gotta see it. Yeah, it's inevitable, it's yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's like, now that you see that I'm on this, on this track now, it's like, now you really want to be a part. And this is okay. I don't fault you for that because that's natural. That's what we do as humans. Mm -hmm. We don't, we don't really hop on until it's like we see the train moving. Yep. So that's cool. But for the most part, I have not like lost any major friends. I think that me, my losing friends, um, <laughs> <laughs> my losing friends stage in my life happened before I came to college. Okay. So yeah, my, my closest friends that I had before all of this stuff happened are still some of my closest friends gotcha. and I don't have any new close friends if that makes sense so um yeah you gotta protect yeah I, I don't have any new crazy like oh yeah like this is my new best friend like now my, my closest friends from freshman year are still my closest friends although I did gain brothers yeah. line brothers but <laughs> other than that no um yeah so yeah God is good and I appreciate that that's good that's but I, I don't know I don't fought I don't fought I don't fought it because and I don't and I don't take that lightly but I do I am aware of what the world does, mm -hmm. and I keep my, my eyes open, keep my ears open, and I stay aware because I just got to keep living. And I know that is it's probably going to happen, but as of right now. You got an army of eyes. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at four yeah. of them because you ain't got the glasses on, but <laughs> yeah. you got people in your life that don't play about you, and I okay? Say, mm -hmm. So you, you straight on that. But yeah. that's so good to hear, and it's yeah. refreshing to hear, too. Yes. This is one of the reasons why I just love a and T, mm -hmm. you know, because I love the family feel because family mm -hmm. is going to be family through yep. thick and thin. Mm -hmm. So the same people that were with you when things were, yep. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. we was going through it. We, say, fat, we yep. was walking in the cold. <laughs> those are the same people same that people. can celebrate, you know, the same people that people. were there for those legendary losses mm -hmm. and not here for the, the victory. Yep. Exactly. For the victory. And Come I on. just think that that's so important. <laughs> and congratulations on the past recent things that just happened. You had your first concert. First live concert. Thank that you, looked thank amazing. You. It was great. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, this really just happened. And another thing really just happened. And I literally said like months ago, I said, I think it was June. I really wanted to have that concert in August. I'm like, I want it, I want it to be a back to school concert. But I'm like, 
the, the magnitude of what I want it to be, I don't have time for it to be in August. I need to push it back to October. Mm-hmm. And I literally just told myself I want to have a concert, and I literally did it. So now, at this point, at this point, I'm like, you know what? Okay. Okay, God, I see how you move. If I literally say, like, I want to do something, and it aligns with your will, you allow it to happen. Mm-hmm. So now... Now we now we about to really just like no, now we about to see now we about to see what God can really do like why not because God like let's let's test the waters because we we know God to be a God that can part waters and I've never seen God part waters before but I've seen God do some amazing things so it's like okay the same God that part waters is the same God that done this that did this for me so let's see okay. All right, babe. Let's kick it up a notch. Let's, let's kick it up a notch. It's the world's hands. It's the world's hands. I'm telling you, know got to. Like, I really, in my, in my ultimate goal mm-hmm. is to draw people closer to God. Not because of, not because, I don't even know. But I, my, my, my ultimate goal is to draw people closer to God so they can have their relationship with God and they can see how God can move in their lives. Yeah. Because if you see God doing this for me, I promise you, he can do it for you. Because somebody told me when I was younger, they was like, if you serve serve God young, mm-hmm. like keep him first young, he will hook you up. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and I'm starting to see that happen. So it's like, yeah, like yeah. just go for it. And I got to tell the world, got to tell the world. And that's my goal, literally to tell the world. Yeah, And so, you're doing it in a, yeah. in a very dynamic way, I must <laughs> say. Um, and also the the step show win. Yeah. Shout out to them. Shout out to them chips. Yes, we did. We did just. Got to. See me. You sure you don't want to go down there? It was lit. Man, it was great. Yeah, we just won the step show at the Greek step show during homecoming. So yes, yes. That was insane too. Yes, yes, yes. Way to close it out. Mm-hmm. Cause it's been a journey. It's been a journey, and we've been working on that too. For a long time, and and even even just like this whole homecoming things, just being also being able to perform with the band. Oh yeah, the oh, blue and gold. How did I forget? <laughs> the blue and gold marching machine during the halftime. I said, you know what? This is crazy. This is and it's like at this point in my life, it's like God is still wowing me. It's like I should be used to it, but there's no way. There's no way I can ever get used to how good God is. Man, what? That's a word. Still right shocked for real. So. This is yeah. just so good, like so good. I mm-hmm. I don't even know what to even pour back in, like just pride, just staying steadfast. Yeah, but I, I must ask, because I know mm-hmm. we've talked a lot about the good, mm-hmm. but the reason why this is called Legendary Losses is mm-hmm. because of what we touched on a little bit earlier. Exactly. Mentally, mm-hmm. you have to, you have to have some, what's the secret? How do you stay sane in the midst of all of this I will call it organized chaos mm-hmm. that is going on in your life with all of these reaching new heights and, and watching yourself become this person that kind of you have to take a pause and be like, wait, this is really like, mm-hmm. this is real. This isn't just a dream anymore. This mm-hmm. isn't just a plan or a list anymore. Right. This is right. my reality. Yeah. How do you create that balance and maintain mm-hmm. your sanity? Man, I have to give it to God. Because if I literally try to handle this, handle all of this stuff on my own, mm-hmm. I will break down. And I realized that um, the first the first time in a long time that I broke down was actually a couple of weeks ago when um, when I when I the day before I had my concert, mm-hmm. um, I was I had so much going on that week. Yeah, that week um, was the craziest week of this year mm-hmm. of this whole year. Yeah. Um, at the time, I was only getting three hours of sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, 
because we had the step show. We was to practice. I was about to say step, step show. show. I ain't want snitch. We, we, we were practicing for we were practicing for the step show. I know how that goes. I was rehearsing for my concert. Mm-hmm. We were still creating for the concert. Mm-hmm. We were still creating music. Creating ideas, creating what what I'm gonna wear. I didn't yeah, know what I was gonna wear. Outfit. I didn't know what I was gonna wear until the day of. Like, <laughs> so it was so much. And then still, still mind you, I'm still a student. Yeah. Mind you, I still have a job. Mm-hmm. And mind you, I'm still I still have a position as Mr. HBCU. So I'm and I'm still trying to. I'm still trying to like have everything that I want happen. And I was literally trying to do it all on my own and I finally broke down. Like I was with some of my friends and it just seemed like it was not going like the way that I wanted it to go. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? Cry for a little bit. <laughs> I did. I cried. <laughs> I was like, bit. I cried for like two seconds. Mm-hmm. I let a tear drop. And I was like, that's it. That's okay. it. We did it. We cried. Now what? Because I'm big on like being set in these emotions because of because of what is going on. It's only going to just just delay. So you have to like get back in the race, and that's my thing. Like, Eve, Eve I, I I I live by this quote, um, by this equation when I was in high school, and I still apply it sometimes today. It's E plus R equals O. So event plus response equals outcome. So whatever event happens. No, the, your response determines the outcome. So in, in so many times, like where things happen, I'm like, okay, E plus R equals O. After praying to God first, E plus R equals O. This event has happened. What am I going to do to create the outcome that I want? And I'm like, okay, calm down. God is going to allow this thing to happen. And when he allows it to happen, if God is in it, it's going to be good. So mm-hmm. what are you what are you worried for? And that's something that we also have to be careful about too. Mm-hmm. Worrying is oh, yes, worrying is a sin. Yeah. God did not God does not want us to worry. It's like you put all your faith in Him, mm-hmm. and they once you do that, exactly. Once you do that, once you learn how to literally give it to God, um, then that's oh, it. That's, right. that's oh, it. Come on now. And okay. I know everybody may not be spiritual, so it's like. It's like, how do you tell people who aren't spiritual? It's like, I don't know how to tell you not you to trust in it. God. You just did it with your equation. And, yeah. I, and that's what I was going to, I was going to touch on that. I was definitely mm-hmm. going to bring you back down because we okay. have these, these discussions yeah. on the, on the side or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we've talked about just having differences and, and just the logistic behind faith. But yeah. faith within itself is just believing in something that you cannot see mm-hmm. and, exactly. you know, touch. Mm-hmm. But, um, what you did was you're able to now shout out whatever media training you've been doing, whether it's in the mirror yeah. or only because you broke it down. Like what yeah. you just said, you don't know how to connect. You just connect mm-hmm. it by, by putting that equation. And that's mm-hmm. something that I've always like, I've always valued mm-hmm. is kind of just bringing people down mm-hmm. or bringing things down to a way where people can understand, understand. them, making it and linear. Relate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And relate. So you have your formula. My formula is P plus P equals P is okay. pain plus passion equals purpose. Okay, okay, okay. I like the E plus R equals O. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Oh. Yes. But yes. that's so good. For and sure. again, like, I commend you just for being that black man that experienced all of these trials, tribulations, all of the things that society said would keep you from getting mm-hmm. to where you are now. You're a living and walking testimony mm-hmm. that those tests that we go through in life are literally setting us up for moments like this. Yeah. And wh- whatever capacity, to everybody that's listening, just understanding that, that that loss does not define you. It does not 
Like, it, it, if anything, it adds on to your story. It makes your story juicier. Imagine mm-hmm. if you didn't take them L's. We wouldn't it's be like, here bro, talking about nothing. It's like, bro, like, ugh, your life's so lame. perfect. Like, yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> In all seriousness, I always tell, because we go through rough patches, and, you know, when I watch, whether it's in my own life or in the people's lives around me, I tell them, like, this, this test, that's the per- first part of the word, testimony. I'm How you going to get to the other side if you don't go through? How you going to testify without a test? Okay. Mm-hmm. Ask the people. Impossible. Child, impossible. But... I love this. I love everything about this. I love how you were able to articulate all the things. You took the questions out of my head. I ain't even had to ask too much. This was your show today. But you know I can't let you leave without spicing okay. it up. All right, all right. And letting the people hear that voice, child. Okay, so we about to play a little game. Okay. So, y'all, I'm about to make him sing for us. <laughs> we about to do a little song or something. Hey, y'all, Kiriatu is special because we don't sing. I don't, okay, yeah, okay. Oh, y'all I wanna, heard that? I, I want to stay. I want to stay humble, but yeah, you know, the price went up. The price is not <laughs> yesterday's price, but <laughs> the price went up. But, the to the but for carry out too, oh, we good. Period. I'm special, yeah. y'all. I can't tell yes. me nothing. So we gonna play a little bit of song association. Mm-hmm. So I got some songs. I mean, if you got a pass, then just pass. Okay. It's not official whether you having the timer and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. You can just give us a little snippet, you know? Okay. Okay. The first matter of fact. One to five. Pick a number. Three. Scholar. Scholar? A song with Scholar? <laughs> scholar. You better make one up. A song with Scholar. Make up a song with Scholar? You better make one up. Okay. Scholar. Okay. Um. Uh-oh. We playing on the Yeah. <laughs> we in a spot for real, man. <laughs> Let's create. Let's create. Okay. Scholar. Okay. Yeah, I wish I could I don't know. This, I feel like this is going to be like. Maybe a little corny, but... Don't discriminate <laughs> over here, okay? Okay, so... You can do it mm. If you put your mind to it You can do it oh, If you put your mind to it You can do it, yeah If you put your mind to it You can do it, yeah if you put your mind to it, you can be the scholar mm. of your life. Mm. You can be the scholar okay. of your life. Yeah! <laughs> Some on the spot. That was a warm up. No, okay. that, that, that was a warm up. Tell me that man ain't no professional. <laughs> that was a warm up. I know that's right. That was good, Vic. That was good. Okay, okay. You can be a you scholar got, you, or a kid. You got some. You got some. That was a tough word. That was a tough word. Tough okay. Word. okay, it might get a lot easier. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, okay, one through four. Let's do one. Legend. Legend. Yes. Legend. If you can think of a song, give us that. Legend. Team Legend, listen. Legendary losses. There is actually a song that, that John would sing to us when we made it on this team. Okay. So I'm going to sing that song. Oh, that's okay? dope. So he would say, um, you know, I had to fight for you. I put it all on the line for you. Welcome to Team Legend. Yeah. Welcome to Team Legend. You made your choice. Now let's go and win the voice. Welcome to Team Legend. It's Victor and Team Legend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, everybody, welcome to Team Legend. Yeah, listen, spoken. <laughs> we have officially made it. If you made it through, you are officially.
Officially. Officially. Team Legend. Team we just got initiated. Let's do song. it. Thank you. For <laughs> that. that was yeah. so good. Yeah, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Last, one more? One more. Okay, let's do... Two to three. Two to three. Two. You ready? I don't know. Spoken. Spoken? Yes, Spoken the Okay. We're about to get our song, y'all. Spoken? Spoken. Oh, yeah, I know. Tough one, right? I'm going to tell you what the other ones were after you do this okay. one. We're about to get okay. our spoken song. Is there, is there a song that you're thinking that you have in mind? I don't know. It's oh, just okay. the fact that this podcast is called Spoken. Spoken. Yeah. Okay. Spoken. This is going to be our theme song. Okay. Exclusive. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> it's tough. It's tough, and it's gonna but it's got to be great. It's got to be great for the people one time. Okay, so. It's time for you to live. Mm. It's time for you to prosper. Mm. It's time for you to make it to the town. Uh, it's gotta be spoken. Oh. <laughs> it's time for you to make it. Yeah. <laughs> it's time for you to leave your purpose. Whatever you want, it's gotta be spoken. It's gotta be spoken. It's gotta be spoken. Yeah, yeah did y'all hear this? What? Okay, yeah. Tell me whose podcast is. Thank you, thank you so man. much thank you. for thank the conversation, you. for the reflection. Wow. I feel inspired. I hope you all do too. Yes, yes. This was yes. amazing. Yes. Can't thank you enough. Thank you so much for having me. Listen, Great. you already know. Honest. Anytime, any place, <laughs> we locked in for life. Yes, ma'am. I appreciate you. Right. Forever proud. Shout out to the set for making it through yes. the episode. There's more to come. Season seven, episode two. Legendary losses. We are out. Victor yeah. has spoken and mother <laughs> has spoken. Love y'all. Until next time.